though there are people around the country that that are you know resent or, or don't feel good about the fact that uh, that southeastern conference teams continue to get preferential treatment when it may not you know be earned if you if you looked at it reasonably and compared it to who they what who teams have played and who teams have lost to a lot of that squares itself out you know ohio state and, and minnesota will eventually play each other if it turns out that way um you know you're going to have utah and, and oregon who are six and seven playing each other if they're if they're able to uh hold true with their ball games oklahoma and baylor play um uh, i think this coming weekend and and that's uh you know that's going to be a big game i i feel like baylor will probably lose that game and probably drop out of the undefeateds but then i thought minnesota would lose to penn state right right now i think maybe there's a little too much prejudice shown toward the southeastern conference uh but we'll see how it you know see how it plays out Auburn still plays uh, Georgia and Alabama, so they're certainly uh, a factor in that, and Auburn could still be helped out themselves. Texas A&M, who is not going to be a, a contender for, for any kind of a championship, but they still play Georgia and LSU. So a real fly in the ointment that people might not have thought about is what Texas A&M could do if they could come up and upset one of those two guys that are ranked number one and number four. Another team is looking for a coach. Arkansas announced that Chad Morris has been let go, and now they're in the coaching search. Yeah, and I think we're going to have more that will that will do that. I don't have anybody particularly in mind, but you've got a number of schools that have brought in new coaches uh, that that they hoped would do better, and they have not come in and done and done immediately better. And uh, some 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 big name schools, you know, and I have no inside information. We've got a lot of affiliates uh, in the state of Arkansas, so I know there's a lot of a lot of interest there. Um, you know, I, I if I if I were doing it, and I don't have any uh, contact there. I really like uh, Norvell at Memphis. I think he's done a great job at uh, at Memphis. He's uh, you know got Arkansas connections and right there in that area for recruiting. But I think he'd be a good choice. Arkansas needs to get it right because they've uh, this is their third year in a row now that they've been kind of behind the eight ball. And I was looking at recruiting rankings uh, the other day, and uh, five of the top eight teams in 24/7 sports are SEC teams. Four of them are in the Western Division, and Arkansas is just going to keep dropping behind them. So I think it's important that they make the right call here. Let's pick some games now. And you've already kind of given your pick on the Oklahoma Baylor, but let's make it official. Yeah, I like Oklahoma. Uh, I think I think Baylor will keep it close because they've got it at home. Baylor's a Baylor's an explosive team, but uh, I believe Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma realized what they got to play for here, and I, I think Oklahoma will win the game. Minnesota will try to follow up a big win going to Iowa. Yeah, I'm going to take Minnesota. Iowa had a very disappointing loss on the road against a traditional rival, uh, and you know this is a long time rivalry game between Minnesota and Iowa, um, I'm going to go with Minnesota, although it won't surprise me at all if Iowa wins, but Minnesota's about to make a believer out of me. Same thing for LSU. They go to Oxford and play Ole Miss. Yeah, and, and Ole Miss again ought to win this game. The, the only thing is, will, will LSU be too high emotionally after beating Alabama and after moving up to number one? And um, Coach O's got to be careful about that. Plumlee is a dangerous quarterback, one of the better freshman quarterbacks around in a while, but uh, I think it's uh, too big of a mountain for Ole Miss to climb. I think that LSU will win that game. Florida goes to Missouri. you got to go with Florida. Florida's a better team. Keep in mind, Kelly Bryant didn't play last week. And, you know, they lost to Georgia and didn't score. And plus, Missouri's still waiting to find out from the NCAA if they're going to get a bowl bid or if they're you know, going to be allowed to big a bowl. But at this point, they got to win a ball game. So Missouri's got something to play for, but I, I like Florida. They're a better team. Alabama and Mississippi State. Well, I think Mississippi State's one of the most disappointing teams in the conference this year, now, again, we've got affiliates in the that listen in the Starkville area and around Mississippi, but realistically, they they have underachieved. Uh, Alabama's got something to prove because they're sitting there saying, "Why are we number five and Georgia's number four? 
uh, just like some of these other one-loss teams are saying that, uh, Alabama's a better team than Mississippi State, and I, I can't see them uh, losing that ball game. All right, Georgia and Auburn. I like Auburn to win the game. Uh, I think Auburn has has probably looked more consistently uh, on this. Um, the last couple of times uh, in Auburn, when both teams have been ranked, Auburn's won the game. Uh, you know, two years ago that happened, and, and did a couple of years, I think, before that. You know, this is this is a game that, from the Alabama standpoint and the Florida standpoint, they need Auburn to win because the only chance that Florida have to catch up with Georgia would be for them to lose a couple of games, and really the best chance for Alabama. Uh, as a one-loss team to have a chance for the Final Four is going to be for Georgia to already have two losses. So I really think that some of uh, some of the guys that normally might pull against Auburn need to pull for them to beat Georgia. I like Auburn to win the game. It won't surprise me if Georgia wins, but uh, but I like Auburn to win it. And finally, your upset this week is? I'm going out to the, to the uh, Mountain West Conference, out in the Rockies, go to the team with the uh, brown and yellow uniforms, the Wyoming Cowboys. They, uh, they played Boise Tough last week. They've already beaten Missouri. Uh, Utah State's been on a little bit of a slide. I'm going to take Wyoming to go to Utah State and win the game. This has been the Lindy's Football Report. Brought to you by Gordo's Cheese Dip and by U.S. Farm-Raised Catfish. You've been listening to the extended version of the Lindy Sports Report. Brought to you exclusively by Scott Stevens Tire and Service on the Circle Dothan. Building a reputation you can trust. Also, join us Wednesday mornings at 8.30 for the Lindy Sports Report here on the ball. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. The Ball presents Providence Christian High School football playoffs. Tonight's game is brought to you by All In Credit Union. Score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA. The Seller. Fine Steaks and Wine. By Wiregrass Electric Co-op. Proudly serving our community. By Auto Expo. Get the car you deserve at the price you can afford. By Mark Dunning Industries. One call takes care of all that garbage. By Todd and Sons. The go-to name for custom corporate apparel and uniforms. By Lewis Smith Supply. Dothan Enterprise, Eufaula, and Marietta. By Southeast Health, always the right direction. By Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Harris Security. Security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Pippin AC and Refrigeration. Going above and beyond for your satisfaction. By Scott Stevens Tire and Service. Building a reputation you can trust. By Bob Woodall Air Care Systems. Call Bob. And by Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Now, live from the stadium. Here's Mark Stewart and Lance Griffin. Good evening, Wiregrass. Welcome to playoff football right here on the ball live from Gordo High School. Class 3A, second round of the AHSAA playoffs. It is Providence Christian against Gordo. The teams are on the field getting ready for the pregame coin toss. And these two teams are more familiar with each other. Mark, a lot of That's right. This is the third round. Three years ago, Providence came over here in the first round. Last year, Providence beat them 23 to 20. That's the last time Gordo lost the football. By media reports that we're seeing, it looks like that they've been waiting on this rematch this year. And Lance, you know, Providence comes into the game. The Blue Prince, what they did last year, they put the ball. The of the game, they had last year. So that's what they've got to do here tonight. They got to keep that Gordo offense off the field and run their offense. 
can follow this game. They've got to be able to uh, put their own That's a movie. Three wide for 
top corner and they all move. All the wide receivers move. The line didn't move at all. So that'll back them up five. It'll be first and fifth. Really they've got a good defense. If they can get a three and out here and get the ball over the offense, that'll go a long way to get them off to a good start. Indeed. So back it up to the 31. It'll be first and 15. And again, this is a spread offense for Gordo. Three wide to the left, one to the right, one back near Bailey in the shotgun. Here is Bailey. He turns. He fires quick. It's just a little hitch. It's called for the 41-yard line. Gain up the end and hang up. Benjamin Caps is the receiver. Again, a little hit. He just went about five yards and sat down. He threw the right team. Providence is trying to make sure they don't get deep hit, so there's a little bit of room inside. All right, now they're going to flip it too wide to the right. Strong side right here is a run up the middle, and it's going to go to the 44th. Troy Garner running back. This has got to shut down the run, Lance. They've got to make them play and that's their strength. One of them has to stand and they've got to shut the running game down and make them have to throw. Indeed. Third and two, uh, three and out would be great for Providence's momentum here early on. We'll see what they do. They're going to tighten it up. Just Straight hand off up the middle. It's going to be a first down. And he gets two and a half. First and ten from the 47-yard line. Game's just started. First possession for the Greenway. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Tanner Bailey from the shotgun. He's going to take the handoff for a little hitch again at the slam spot. Good coverage by Jake Smith. Jake Smith is trying to time that. Caught the, caught the slant. It'll be second and three from the Providence 46-yard line. Two wide to the left, one to the right. A little bit of confusion for Gordo here on offense. Play clock's plenty of time, though. Here's Bailey. He's going to hand it off up the middle. And it's going to go real there. Michael Sullivan with a tackle in the backfield as he broke through the line of scrimmage. Nice play by Sullivan to give him a third down and about five, four yards to go for the first down. It'll be a loss of one, and it'll be a third and four. They've got to get to the 43-yard line of Providence for a first down. They are in Providence territory. You don't know what they'll do here if they don't convert. We'd love to find out what they would do if Providence can get a stop here. Five wide for Gordo. Here's Bailey. Throws caught at the 39. 
Bailey showed a very strong arm there as he, uh, he dropped way back from the shotgun and really fired a missile in there at the 30. Two to 38. It'll be first and 10. He does a good job of surveying the field. He looks at all his receivers out there. 845 here in the first quarter, no score. Lots of different formations here for the Green Wave. Here is Bailey. He rolls to his left throat, throws back now. It's a screen, and it is incomplete. I don't need to get a whistle blow, but it was obviously it behind a lot of well, the, the ball went forward, and they're saying, I like it complete on the other side. Okay. I mean, I didn't know if it didn't blow, but nonetheless, it should be second and ten. Yeah, there's an official standing right there with the ball bounced, and he didn't do anything. So, yeah, they'll mark it back at the 38 and second and ten. Yeah, now the, uh, they're giving him the yard on the plane. Got to that back to the original line of scrimmage. What happened was uh, they rose his left, he looked back to the right, he moved, it was out, went seven or eight yards forward, and then it fell incomplete, and then the receiver for Gordo picked it up and with it. There was no whistle. And I believe that the penalty is proper. I believe the bench argued, obviously, that was an obvious incomplete. I mean, that's it was. I don't understand that at all. That was it. Unbelievable, Mark. That's going to be a pretty good one. It's going to be a pretty good one. It's going to be a pretty good one. It's going been on the tackle again for Providence. Gave about three. It'll be second and seven. They did a good job of doing what But I, I, I don't know anything I can think of this in because that ball did not cross the line of scrimmage that it was live, but that is not a correct call to my knowledge. It, it shouldn't have been. It should have been an incomplete pass. Second and seven from the 20. Now there's movement. It looks like probably three to the neutral zone now. That'll take the ball inside the 15 yards. One for Gordo now. They can do what they want to here. They can they can pull it inside or they can try to get a get a touchdown here. Bailey a slam. It's tipped at the line of scrimmage and falls incompletely. Tip and that's the second tip in a row they've had. So it'll be third and one in the your promise is doing a good job of not giving up a big play, and they're controlling the, the running game so far. It's been the penalty and uh, the offsides. 31 from the 15. They've got to get just inside the 14 for a first down. 7.39 in count here in the first quarter. No score. 10 seconds on the play clock as Bay Bailey is uh, moving players left to side. Here's the snap. It's a handoff up the middle. Oh, and there's an interception. I believe that was so dead and made him get up in the hole. And he took him backwards. He rocked him backwards. That was the running back. He doesn't want any part of that ever again. No, he doesn't. That would be cleaner. No, he doesn't. That'll be the 
Looks like they're going to go for it. They've been trying to draw them offside properly. So they're going to tighten it up here. Uh, I believe they may try to draw them off here, but they've really got a tight formation here. Play clock under 10. Oh, they're going to run away. It's a foot back up the middle. Did he join it? I don't know. He's going to fall and got it. Let's see where the spot is. I mean, it's right at the line to gate, right at the line to gate. He got a good spot on it. That was just a good They ran a play. They're going to probably call for a measurement here. Yeah, he got hit in the hole, but he fell forward. It's going to be close. All right, let's see. This is a big measurement here. They're going to spread the chains out. See what they got. All right, uh, what a momentum builder for the Eagles. First and 10 from the 14, stopping Gordo on his first possession after Gordo moves the ball down the field quite well. As much success as they were having going from the couldn't get a yard on He's going to hand the goals for up the middle. He falls forward three yards. Yeah, I think Gordon's just going to stack this line and try to set the game now. It's a good opportunity early to do some play action. Well, don't give him a yard and a half. He'll start second and eight from the 16. They have no safety sweep. Tight formation for Providence. Take the goal for Collins just think that goes to the flat. It's all incomplete. That is uh, Sullivan. Not for a big game, but uh, let him a little too much. He couldn't get to it. He's third and from the 16. Again, we just started. We're coming at the midway point of the first quarter. Providence stops Gordon on his first drive as he got inside the 15 yard line. Now trying to make something happen here on third and eight. Again, Titans position. Here's an inside hand off to Weatherford. Weatherford tries to get outside. He can't. No game. No game. No game. Providence. 
Here's Bailey from shotgun. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Okay. He's going to go through. He's got a wide receiver. Wide open. Good play for 35. Good play. The 20. He's picked up at the 13 yard line. He's down the field. He's going to go. Eight chips were bent on that one, Lance. If they face the slant and win deep, chips were not all experienced out there, but a lot of speed. He did a great job of recovering and getting him post scoring. Basically, hitch and go, and a chance for a bit, and Here's a handoff at the middle. It's going to fall to the nines. For Troy Barnes. Enough to think of it. The is a big play. If they can make it a lot, they got the third shot. Second and five from the nine-yard line. They'll spread it out. One wide to the left, two to the right. Tanner Bailey is your quarterback. Takes a snap, takes a handoff. No, he does. He ends it off the door. He's five yards away. And he is going to pop over at the one yard line. But just a simple inside handoff. Bailed out with the linebackers to go to the head. Not even a line up line. The. Greenway stifled on three attempts from second and one at the 14 on his last drive. See if they do anything different here. Right now they're lined up in the typical I formation. Bailey to Barnes. Just called us pull back in there, telling him to go for the touchdown. Troy Garner. In from the yard out. 342 of the clock. Great fire. Game clock was still running. It ran several seconds off, but it's still running. 335 and it finally stops. So about 13 seconds ran off after that touchdown. The extra point is up. It is no good off to the right. In the if you haven't discovered it already, you've got to try the cellar. Lunch, dinner, catering, game day trays for your tailgate parties, and the finest butcher shop and wine shop around. Come see the new menu, the remodeled dining room and bar, as well as the new private event room. That's right. The seller now has two rooms to book private on-site catering events, and they deliver as well. Open Monday through Thursday from 10 to 9 and open until 10 on Friday and Saturday. Come in and treat yourself at the seller. You move over for law enforcement. You move over for cyclists and emergency vehicles. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative reminds you to help keep our line crews safe when they're working roadside. Alabama's move-over law requires motorists to move over and slow down when you encounter emergency responders and maintenance personnel with emergency signals activated. Help us out by keeping everyone safe so we can keep the lights on for you when you get home. Welcome 
Welcome back to Gordo. Green Wave up 6 to nothing, 335 left for the first quarter. As a long pass got that touchdown possible. And uh, Barnes takes it in from one yard out, and the uh, Green Wave lead six to nothing. Left offensively, Providence, they don't have to score this drive, but they need to take some time off the clock and run some plays to get the defense some left. And exactly. I don't know what the holdup here is. They've been waiting to kick this off for a few seconds now. And they've stopped the play for some reason, but I think everybody's ready. Yes, Providence offense needs to generate some first downs to keep that defense off the field and get them rested. It's a high kick. There's a whistle uh, that stops that. I think he's offside on Gordo. I'm Providence. I'm taking the ball. I'm surprised they do the whistle, though, on that. Usually they let them kick it, and then they'll put them in the they will kick it again. I guess they're calling that a dead ball foul. Uh, never seen it done that way. No. You should have. If you if you're just tuning in, that was a. Pass that uh, fell to the ground incomplete, and the uh, receiver for Gordo just went over there and picked it up, ran with it, and they gave him the, the line of the game. 15, 20, 25 on this return. 30, 31 yard line. That's where it's at. Let's go. We're on the return. Get the shot to the 31 yard line. 342 showing here in the first quarter, and as you can hear, we are directly under the speaker, uh, the loudspeaker that goes not only to the Gordo side, but all the way over to the Providence side, and, uh, and he enjoys his microphone. He loves talk, does that uh, PA man. Uh, first and 10 from the 31, here is the third time. Here is Goldsville up the middle. He's got room to the 36-37 yard line. Well blocked play by Providence in against Field. They'll keep it 
First and 10 to the 42, here's McClintock. Here's that handoff to Hayes Lewis. There's a pile there. Hayes is still holding the ball right now. Hayes is on. Yeah, Lewis did a good job of picking those two yards there, kept his feet moving on that inside handoff. Gordo was ready for it. Second and eight from the 44 yard line. It's so nice to be together for the holidays. We're all in one place thanks to All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card. With All In's Platinum Rewards Card, we earn points toward airline miles to fly the kids home, gift certificates for this amazing dinner, and enough points to get cash back. We even got 500 points just for signing up and one point for every dollar we spend. Every dollar we spend with All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card is a purchase for those who matter most. Well, now that we're all in, can I dig into this pie? See website for details. Federally insured by NCUA. Auto Expo's friendly and knowledgeable sales staff is here to help you find the pre-owned car you deserve, priced to fit your budget. Mike Jones hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody Falk proudly offer for sale. Shop online in their virtual showroom at AutoExpoAL.com or come by the store at 4083 Ross Clark Circle across from the Holiday Inn Express. Buying a great pre-owned car is easy when you know the right people. Call Auto Expo at 673-1818. Welcome back to Gordo. The Green Wave lead Providence 6 to nothing. 136 left to go in the first quarter. Uh, Mark, we're right next to the Providence coaches here in the press box. They can't even communicate with us. The, the speakers are interfering with Providence. Can't have a to communicate with their sideline. 12 seconds on the play clock. They're urging uh, Providence to get to the to the line of scrimmage. They do. Line. 
Providence has one first down on this drive. 49 seconds showing in the first quarter. Gordo leads 6 to nothing. A big Gordo's going to stack the line of scrimmage again. No safeties back deep. No back here. Those were in motion. He is McClintock. He's going to throw it over the middle. Into double coverage, but it's caught. No, it's incomplete. Incomplete. Would have been getting it about 30 yards to go, so have been able to bring it in, but it was jarred away from him just as it hit his hands with the defensive play for the Greenway. Yeah, he went up and got it at the highest point. or Scott Smith at Mark Dunning Industries for quick delivery and low prices. Dial 983-1506 to get the dumpster you need. We'll get it there quick. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Welcome back to Gordo High School. There was also a penalty on that punt that was a field and then fumbled at the 10. That will move Gordo back to the 5-yard line. It'll be first and 10 from the 5. Now the officials conversing with Gordo's head coach. I'm not sure about what. Maybe some details on that penalty, but it was called a block in the back. Nothing else is certainly uh, back going to look, but they got to go 95 yards. I will say, out of fairness, that the Gordo coaches are right next door to us as well, so they have to deal with the speaker uh, as well. And, but they're used to it, and they know it. They are. I'm sure they know how to how to handle it, but it has certainly been a, a distraction for, uh, for, obviously, this broadcast and for the private <laughs> First and ten from the five when we resume play here is uh, there's some conversation still going on with the Gordo coaches. They are talking up to the press box where the 
crossing. For some reason, there's 30 seconds showing on the game clock. Uh, well, that was a lot of time that ran off. It shouldn't have gone to zero. Well, well, you know, when uh, when Gordo scored his touchdown, about 13 seconds ran off. It didn't stop. You're right. Yeah. So that clock should have stopped on the change of possession with about 30 seconds. I think they're right about that. Well, they're still talking about it, and they are uh, having a conversation with the official that controls uh, the clock here up in the press box. Now they are showing 17 seconds on, I'm assuming, the first quarter clock. When Providence punted, it was about 37 seconds, I think, to go in the quarter. They punted it, and the change of position should have popped right there. That very well could have been a... I don't remember seeing the officials during the scrum for that fumble. I don't remember anybody saying stop the clock, so they may have uh, not signaled up here for that clock to stop. So it looks like we're going to have a play or two here in the first quarter still from the eye. It's going to be a handoff up the middle to the fullback. He's going to get that. It'll be second and nine when we resume play in the second quarter for real. That'll be the end of the first quarter. We'll take a one-minute break, come back to second quarter action right here on the ball. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am, you bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Welcome back. We're ready for the start of second quarter action right here. Gordo leads to 6-9. Gordo had the ball just two times in the first quarter, took it inside the Providence 15. Stopped on downs and then uh, took it back again and went down the field and scored on a one-yard touchdown run for 6 up And Providence had one first down in the first quarter on its two possessions. Now Gordo faces a second and nine from the six-yard line. They're lining up in the eye, two wide to the right. Bond hands off. It's a it's a run to the 10, to the 15, to the 16, to the 19. Nathan Shepard was running out of they had him in the backfield. They couldn't wrap him up and bring him down. He was able to score it away. Picks up the first down all the way to the 20-yard line. Now they'll spread it back out. First and 10 from the 23 wide to the left. One to the right end. It looks like Providence jumps again. That'll be a 3-5. Yeah, that'll be a 3-5. 
Again, Providence just needs to settle down on defense. Just starting the second quarter, Gordo leads six to nothing. First and five from the twenty-five. Need to come up with a turnover or something here. Bailey from the shotgun. Drops straight back, throws it out. It's caught at 39, but it's 40. And tackled at the 42. Jatavian Brooks was the receiver, goes for about uh, 18 yards, first and 10 from the 43. Providence playing something. They're not wanting to get beat deep, and they're not getting any pressure on the quarterback, Bailey. they got to make him rush a little bit, get him off his marks. Two wide to the left, one to the right, first and 10 from the 43. Here's Bailey. He's going to hand it off. On the fumble, who's got it? Oh, I think Bailey Wow. That ball bounced off a couple of... Uh, Providence helmets and bounce right back in front of Bailey, and he dove on it. It'll be no gain on the play. Never got the handoff if he didn't uh, wrap down on it when he put it in there. As Keith almost Providence had a chance to grab so far, and they haven't been able to get either one of them. Second and 10 from the 43. One, uh, one wide to the left, two to the right. Here's Bailey. Bailey's going to hand it off to the 45. There's a hold up. The 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 run winner had a big, huge hard run through. First and 10 from the Providence 26. 10-22 to go here. End of the third quarter. Jay Mann letting the crowd know how many plays Gordo has run on this specific drive. And we wish to have a birthday to somebody while he knew it was as somebody has a birthday today. First and 10 from the 26. There was no play clock on that play. Uh, it is hard to do that. Yard line. It was completely the game. It was an in route. It was caught. Uh, it was a it was a missile thrown by Bailey, and Billups caught it. Really good hands in this cold weather, and it is first and ten from the thirteen. Here is Bailey again. He's trying to keep it to the fifteen to the ten to the five. He's got the that's the play that killed Providence last week against Mayside if the quarterback would pull it and run with it. I don't think they were expecting Bill Bailey to pull that when he did, take it inside and take it to the outside. He showed some good legs there. That's that's certainly not good because he already has a heck of an arm. First and ten, uh, first and goal from the four. They'll go back to the high. 
It is second down. They can get a first down at three, second and one. Here's a pitch. No, it's a fake. Bailey looks to throw it in the end zone. Nothing. Turned around, threw it, incomplete. Lewis knocked the ball away from the receiver in the end zone. That'll bring up third and one. Lewis came from the other side and came over the top and uh, jumped out in front of him and knocked it away. Did a nice job of not interfering with him. Ball is on the four. They need to get to the three for a first down. From the eye again. Bailey under center. It's going to be handoff right up the middle, and Barnes is going to from Action of Dothan. Right away today in the 2019 GMC Terrain with a savings of $6,949. Take advantage of huge savings on the 2019 GMC Yukon and Yukon XL. Savings of $9,650. Celebrate the holidays at Action of Dothan. GMC. We are professional grade. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for complete details. Are you ready for action? Action Buick GMC. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Welcome back to Gordo High School. Providence will take the ensuing kickoff to the 20-yard line. I'm very impressed with this quarterback, Mark. Uh, he's got a very live arm. He's got a good arm. He's got good presence out there. He sees his receivers. He sees the whole field. And uh, he, he's going to be tough to stop with a first shot. Here's Gus Goldsboro up the middle. He's stuck at the line. He may fall close to the yard, but that's it. He's going in from the field. Right now, the line of scrimmage is not being won by Providence. They've at least got to do that. Yeah, they, they've got to get some first downs here. they got to score for the half. Second 
second and nine for Providence. It's going to feel like a Pike County game, Providence. It's going to let it slip away, Lance. So, Providence got to do something here to get the points on the board. Don't need to get outside themselves, though. He just couldn't bring it down for the reception. Uh, the play, the game clock is continuing to run. That is a mechanical issue and not an operator issue. That would be my guess. And plus, it's kept by officials. It's not Gordo people doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You uh, have to have an official to keep that clock. And this is the third time they've had an issue. So he's third down play here for Providence. They can't turn the ball back over to Gordo. Third and nine from the 21, they're going to, to uh, determine how much time came off that clock and how much they're going to have to put back on. Probably about nine seconds or so would be my guess. Uh, maybe a little bit more. Well, I'm wondering if they can't control it mechanically if they're just going to keep it on the field. They may. They may. It, uh, more than likely if it's happened this many times in the first half, it's probably a situation where they're pushing the button to stop the clock, but it's not stopping. They are talking to the press box, it looks like. And they're telling them how many seconds to put back on the clock, so we'll be ready to go here in just a second. But you're right, Mark, this is a big play. Um, as as uh, successful as Gordo has been moving the ball, and uh, as tired as that uh, defense may be already, you need to get something going here. Yeah, because this one get a low on them pretty quickly if they're not careful. They're in that spread formation, and that's not their basic offense, so uh, look for them to come out with some kind of pass. Still wrestling with the clock. They have not put any more time back on it yet. They're still communicating with the press box up here where the clock is kept, and I think they're going to end up having to keep this on the field more than likely. Right now, 7.31 is showing on the second quarter clock, but... Again, several seconds ticked off after the end of that play, which was an incomplete pass. So there should be about 7.40 or so left. And I don't know that they can get it fixed, so it may be being kept on the field. Still waiting to run a play as Providence is ready. Yep, the officials keep looking up at the press box to see if they're going to be able to to get that uh, clock fixed, but right now, they have not as as of yet. McClintock's going to probably for a slot receiver here, maybe something in the team. If uh, Gordo does not have, we'll let you use they did put the 740 back on the clock. It is now showing 740. So we should be ready. <laughs> Nothing else is doing the problem of being here to rest on the sideline. You know, that was the longest the guy didn't call me. I guarantee you it was something to and I guarantee you, we'll see Mitchell saying, stop so we can hear each other in the press box. The press box, go along. 
That's what Tom would have said. But do you take the penalty? Let me pull it down and long. No, I don't. Well, uh, I would think he would decline to make a fourth and 12 instead of a – but it could be a 20-yard penalty, so it does make you want to think, but I think they're going to decline it after all. Yeah, I don't think you want to give him an extra down. Yeah. That'll make it 4th and 12 from the 28. I think they're still going to go for it no matter what, but the good news now is Providence getting some pressure on Bailey. Those double moves that worked earlier in the game. All right, we'll see what the dial up here for Gordo. We're going to call it time out. Is what's wrong about this? 4:53 showing in the second quarter. Clock 12 nothing. Green Wave lead. Certainly, uh, they looked very explosive thus far in the game, but only up two scores at this point. Providence is very much in it. If they get a stop here, they get the ball to start the third quarter. So all is not lost. Yeah, you think if they can stop them here. They don't have to score before halftime. If they can go into halftime 12 to nothing, they can regroup, get the ball to start the second half, and put together a good drive and get them to the score. You're right. Providence is it's a huge down here for Providence. If they've got to be able to stop them and get pressure on Bailey. They just announced a score, uh, Mobile Christian 14, Pike Road 11. The winner of this game plays the winner of that game in the third round of the playoffs. If Providence was to win, that would be a home game for Providence. They've just got a lot of work to do tonight. Back at the line of scrimmage now. Oh, now the play clock's not working. The game clock's not working. Now it's showing zeros all along. Uh, so I don't know that they caught it. I don't know if the officials see it. You're right. Um, I don't... They're gonna, they're, we're we're going to have a play here. An untimed down. Here it goes. Here's Bailey. He's going to throw a screen, a bubble screen at the 25. And it's going to be hit in the end. Good job by the Providence defense. I see they read that all the way. Who's left is the officials have not. Uh, right now, zero showing all across on the game clock. That, that, they, they must be keeping on the field. They must be. So we don't know exactly how much time is left. It's somewhere around four minutes and 30 seconds. First and 10 Providence from the 25. Here's McClintock. Rolls to his right. He's going to throw his car to 25. He's Lewis. Yes, you even lost a little bit on that one. <laughs> no, we hate the Okay, we need to keep hopping on it, but the PN is going to stop. Well, Paulus is at the line of scrimmage calling signals, and he shouldn't be doing that while they're calling their play at the line of scrimmage. I totally agree. I totally agree. And uh, Mark and I will both vote for him just to not talk at all. Yeah. We'll learn Dallas will be good. <laughs> Second and 10 from the 25. Three wide to the left, one to the right from McClintock. He goes to the pitch out of Goldsboro. Goldsboro trying to get outside of one man, but he's not. He's going to drop down for a loss. That's why he a face mask. I don't know if it's a face mask or a hole. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it's all wonderful. Well, what a credit to that Gordo uh, defender because he overcame the whole. Okay, I don't know if that was a stiff arm or if uh, it was uh, Weatherford. Uh, either one, nonetheless, they're going to mark that off on the Eagles. Going to give him the play back, but it's going to be second and long. It's also worth knowing that uh, that Gordo has a defensive lineman here. He's a sophomore. Sophomore, six foot two. Six foot two, three hundred and sixty-two pounds. That's a big fellow. That is a fifteen-year-old Mount Cody. And then, first and second and long from the 16, here's McClintock. He's getting the pressure. He's going to try to throw a screen on Sullivan. He's got it. The 20, the 25, the 29, and maybe the 30. Well executed play. Uh, gets it all the way to the 30. Something about five. I can't execute like you said. McClintock had to throw it over and go over to Sanders for a little. And dropped it over him to, to Sullivan, and Sullivan picked up good yardage. Third and manageable now. Late in the second quarter, we don't know how much the uh, the game clock is being kept on the field. It's malfunctioning here. Here is McClintock. He's a screen again to Goldsboro. He's going to be driving down the Loss of one, and that'll force the punt. Had the perfect play set up. Gordo calls a timeout here a little bit on the time left in the half. to stop the game clock. We don't know how much time is left now, but they think they can score before the half, and certainly they are explosive enough to probably do it. We don't know how much time is left. The play was set up perfectly, Lance. Uh, the blitz came out of that one. 2.49 left on the uh, second quarter clock. Right-hand side, McClintock got it to Goldsboro. Where the blitz came from, Goldsboro couldn't cut away, though, from the one defender left out there, and he lost shortage on the play. Last time the... Last time the Eagles... It was a it was a delayed punt for Smith, and they gave uh, Providence plenty of time to cover the punt, plenty of time. But DJ Barnes still returned it. The last two snaps have been high for Providence. Don't be surprised if if uh, Gordo didn't come after so long. This one's a good snap. Here's the kick. It's a, it's a helicopter kick. It's going to land at the 50 and go inside and die at the 44-yard line of Gordo. So someone in the neighborhood. You can tell a lot of this first half, but again, another big defensive stance here for Providence. But they need to stop Gordo from it to pick up any points. Nothing, Gordo leads. At 12 to nothing, it's still in reach in the second half. Late in the second quarter. It's a very talented line. The sophomore quarterback, he rolls. 
He's going to throw it over the middle. It is right at the line. It's at the 31 yard line. Christian Clear is 39. That's something we were just bragging on Tanner Bailey. That's something you can do. to your left and then throw back over the middle across your body, and it, uh, it went into Lewis's hands, and that's a turnover, first down for the Eagles. But Providence got pressure on him. They're getting pressure on him now. We'll go. <laughs> And he's not nearly as accurate when you put pressure on him. Two wide left, two to the right. Here's McClinton. Drops straight back. It's a screen to those for him. The 40, the 45, inside Rudolph territory. If he stays on the side, he's going to be on the sideline over there. It may be a late hit on Gordo. I believe it is. We'll see what the, the officials say, but there was some extracurricular activity after the whistle. And we'll see. We'll see what happened here. They're talking about it. That was that was uh, probably the best offensive play of the night. Right as of right now, the ball is about midfield. After that the screen pass reception by Gus Goldsboro, it went for about 13 yards. So let's see what they said. It's personal foul on Providence. So if it occurred after the play was over, which it did, it should be a first down, and then they'll mark it off from there. So uh, they haven't moved the change yet. That's what we're keeping an eye on. That has killed Providence all year, these penalties. Indeed it has. It's the one good play they get, and then they celebrate too much or get in somebody's face. And uh, Well, I think it was on Collie. Uh, let's see. Get ball. Personal foul. All right. Again, they have not moved the change. That should be a first down after a dead ball. That's right. So, they're not going to go the They have moved the uh, down marker back. It's just almost got to be first down. Now, let's see what they're doing on the change. They're showing first and 15. It should be first and 10 from the 35-yard line because that was first. There we go. Okay, the chains are now moving. All right. I think they should be doing that, Mark. <laughs> it looked like it because they were not moving. First and two from round 35, it, it all but erases that uh, that great game by Gus Goldsboro. Tight formation. Here's McClintock looking to run to the left. There's nothing there. He's going to be smothered. Yeah, that outside run is just not there. They're not able to block them on the outside. It'll be a loss of one. Ball's being marked in for 34. We're late in the second quarter. We don't know exactly how much uh, the clock is being kept out on the field. The uh, scoreboard here is malfunctioning. From the side formation, here's McClintock. It's going to be a sweep. Rutherford tries to cut it up, but there's nothing there. He'll get two yards. 
We'll call it third and eight from the 37-yard line as Providence has just had a lot of trouble generating the yep. offense, and then the one good play they got here was erased on a penalty. They can't set the edge. You wonder if they come back with a double reverse if they can catch Gordo coming to do time too quick and catch him going the other way. Okay. And that formation, third and eight from the 37-yard line. McClintock takes the go Here is the pass, and it is... Incomplete at the 40-yard line. It looked like Weatherford but McClintock couldn't. They're going to say, uh, I think the coaches here for Providence are claiming that uh, that Weatherford was held as he went out the That's exactly what happened. And McClintock looked up originally. Weatherford was being held, so that's why he flushed out to his right. No penalty flag, though. That'll force a punt for Smith from the 38. 110 left to go here in the second quarter. And Smith gets it. Fortunately, there's no rush. Here is the punt. It goes middle of the field, and it's going to bounce inside the 30 to the 24, maybe even the 23 yard line. Every punt practically has been fortunate for Providence and has helped them with really down the front. It'll be first and 10 with a minute and 10 seconds left approximately here for Gordo. We'll be interesting to see having just thrown an interception if they try to press it and do something. I don't think they believe that the Providence is going their defense. I think they're going to go for it. 56 seconds now in the second quarter. Here is Bailey straight back throwing it. It's a pot of 38 to 40, 41, 43. And out of bounds. That's what he is looking at. He's down about 15 yards and sits down. They throw it to him. First and 10 from the 43. Again, there was 56 seconds showing before that play, and the receiver did get out of bounds. So they have time to uh, get set for this play. Three wide left, one to the right. Here's Bailey. It's a slant. It's caught the 50. The 45. 43. First and 10 from the 43 for Gordo. Block uh, is running. Did I tell you counter that, that uh, rush as you get the ball out quickly and they're doing a good job of it right now? Well, I, I assume the clock is running. It, it should be. Uh, I don't think they have any timeouts left. There looks like movement there, but they didn't call it. It's right over the middle. It's caught for a gain of about five yards to the setting. All right, that'll be first and uh, be a second down from the 30 million yard line. We're told 14 seconds left. And they're spotting them off the 40-yard line of Providence. With no timeouts, now you just start guarding the goal line. You don't let anybody get behind you, and you keep them in the middle of the field to get that clock to run out. What you can't do is uh, let them complete something 
down there close to the end zone to get down and spike it and uh, get one more play. The score, again, we don't know if the scoreboard's correct, but the scoreboard is showing both Providence and Gordo have one timeout left. I don't know if that's actually true. I think, I think Gordo's green zero is their timeout. Okay, gotcha. All right. You can't play that press man coverage. You can't do that. They need to set somebody back deep, and they're not. There needs to be somebody around the 10 to 15 yard line. A lot of confusion here in getting personnel in for Gordo, uh, although the play clock's not running, so now it is. Only thing that can hurt you is a touchdown. I'm not sure why Providence is not back further. They plan. They. They practice this play all, all warm up. This play right here to the goal line. And it, it, it was a long pass into the end zone. I saw them run that play behind the in warm ups. And uh, they, they think you should play the fire a little bit just on man to man out there. We yeah. have over the top. That'll bring up third and. Five, but really, this is probably the last play of the of the half. It's, it's probably you get out here down to nothing and well in his first half. I now just single safety. Uh, here we go. Here is Bailey. He's going to throw it into the end zone, and it is over the head of everybody. And the half is probably. Let's see. No, it is not. Apparently, we've got time for one more play. I suppose. 14 seconds when no time. So, as, as much as Gordo moved the ball, they only scored twice. Unfortunately, Providence could not threaten in the first half. They will so this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a three-minute break, and when we come back, we'll go over the first half. Thanks for listening to Playoff Football right here on the ball. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Scott Stevens Tires show you what the Yokohama Geolender HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. It's one of the longest lasting light tires on the road with exceptional all-weather handling, an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride, and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. See Scott Stevens Tires for Yokohama, Ross Clark Circle, where the only pressure you'll get is in your tires. 
Our company was started in 1967 by my father, Robert Woodall. Last year was our 50th year. We do heating and air conditioning, Bob Woodall Air Care Systems for residential and commercial. When you call here, most times, a lot of times, you talk to Miss Pam. She's worked here for 30 years. Our customers come by here just to see who Pam is. She is so kind and sweet. Bob Woodall Air Care Systems, your premier Linux dealer. Alabama license number 83996. Come experience Dothan's new finest casual dining experience at The Cellar. Everyone already knows they have the best steaks and wine around. But now you can dine in every night in addition to picking up dinner to take home. And hurry up and book your Christmas party because December is just around the corner and they're filling up fast. The Cellar, Dothan's finest steaks, wine, and dining experience. Treat yourself tonight at The Cellar. Members of Wiregrass Electric Co-op are turning small coins into big change through Operation Roundup. By rounding up their electric bill, participating members help build playgrounds, send deserving students to college, help wounded warriors, equip firefighters, and so much more. As your trusted and preferred energy provider, WEC is proud to support our community and sincerely thank all who participate in Operation Roundup. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618AT, W-296DQ, Dothan. Welcome back. We are at halftime. Gordo leads Providence 12 to nothing. And the uh, scoring summary, at least, is a very easy one to give you. Uh, early, well, actually late in the first quarter, Troy Garner Jr. scores on a one-yard run. And then early in the second quarter, Garner again, this time from four yards out. Those are the two scores. Now, Gordo has moved the ball every other time and has had the ball. But a defensive stop on the first possession of the game for Providence. Uh, turned the ball over the 14-yard line. Then uh, Providence got an interception in the second quarter. And also, Gordo turned the ball over on downs on its other possession. So, it, uh, uh, for the most part, uh, Mark, you, you still got to feel pretty good about things at halftime, only down 12 to nothing. Absolutely. The defense is keeping Providence in this game. They've done a nice job, like you said. They, they've got them on downs on that first uh, series, the interception, and then on downs another time. So they're doing their job out there. They're keeping Providence in this game. Now, the offense has got to come out with the ball. They get it first to start the second half. They've got to put something together. They've got to get in that locker room and figure out what they need to do to uh, game plan a little bit about what they're seeing out there from Gordo. But if you can't score, it's not going to matter anyway. But just down 12 to nothing, I think Providence has got to feel like they can do the sign of relief because they took some pretty good shots from Gordo in that first half, and they're still in this game. Don't have official statistics here, but I only remember two first downs for Providence in that first half of football in that one that we just saw, the, the screen pass to Gus Goldsboro was erased by a dead ball penalty for Providence right after the play. So uh, it counts in the books, but it's really not a first down. They wound up a net minus five on that play. Well, and, you know, that's the thing that Providence can't do, and they've done it all year. They've got to be disciplined out there. They've got to be smart about what they're doing. They make a good play on offense, and then it gets erased because of the personal foul. They've got to play under control. They've got to play within themselves. And if I'm Kenny Keith, I'm leading in the line act until the next person they get the personal files coming over the sideline, they're not getting back out there. Yeah, it's almost one of those deals where Davos sends someone uh, 
from Clemson home on the manager bus uh, earlier this season. Uh, something like that may be in, in order if this happens again. But uh, Tanner Bailey, the sophomore quarterback for for Gordo, has been impressive for the most part. Uh, we've seen a very live arm from him. Also, these receivers, and there's like five of them that all look exactly the same practically for Gordo, uh, have shown good hands thus far. But uh, kudos to, to Providence for being able to hold that offense down. When they don't get to him, when he's got time to stand back there, he does a great job of surveying the field. He comes off his first, the receiver's not there, and he throws to a secondary receiver. Providence started getting pressure on him in that second quarter. That made all the difference in the world. It's amazing how your accuracy goes down when you're running back there or trying to avoid the rush, and that's exactly what happened on that, on that uh, interception by Providence is they got him off his mark, and he couldn't get the speed step to throw the football. So, uh, you know, and, and one thing, other thing about the, the penalties, Lance, is that Pluto knows that Providence has got some penalties over the year, and they, they're trying to bait him a little bit. They're trying to be physical and hit him as, as, as long as they can until the whistle and then just after the whistle. And so they're trying to get them to do that, and Providence can't follow that trap. From what we've been able to gather, this uh, sophomore quarterback has some big-time offers already at the D1 level, and I'm assuming they will continue to come. He does look like he could he could be a uh, very significant next-level quarterback. Absolutely. Michigan has offered him. Tennessee has offered him. In-state, uh, South Alabama has offered him. Uh, Southern Miss has offered him. So he's got several offers out there, and I think more going to pull in, and I don't think he's going to make a decision anytime soon. But uh, I watched some film on him, and he certainly uh, is just, well advertised to be advertised to him in person. He's, he's very active in what he throws. Gordo also has a three-star linebacker uh, on the roster. We called his name once or twice, I think, Josh Darling. Uh, he has been in on some plays there in the first half, but it's been a pretty team effort for Gordo to really hold that Providence offense down. They've got to find something. They won the line of scrimmage in this game last year, Mark. They have not yet. How do they move the ball in the second half? Well, you're right. The, the linemen have got to come out, and they've got to blow off that line of scrimmage, and they've got to just be a savage line of scrimmage five yards down the field. Now, whether they can do that or not, I don't know. This is not a passing team. Providence cannot live off the pass, and they had to in that second uh, quarter. Um, in the second, right, that second quarter. So uh, they're going to have to establish the running game, and Gordo's certainly going to stack up the defense and try to keep them from doing it. It's been an odd first half. Uh, the very first possession for Gordo, I think the first or second play from scrimmage was a uh, just a, uh, the, the quarterback dropped. He rolled one way. He threw back the other way. It uh, fell incomplete about four or five yards away from the intended receiver, but it was you know, uh, seven, eight yards forward. Well, the receiver picked the ball up, not hearing the whistle. He took off and ran for a gain of about uh, four or five yards before he was shoved out of bounds, to which we were all just waiting for the incomplete pass um, signal and that never came. And they wound up giving uh, Gordo the four or five yards on that play. That was the beginning of a weird half. The the scoreboard clock has malfunctioned throughout. Uh, it was just a minute ago, as we were talking just now, it was showing 18.05 left to go in the halftime. And now, 30 seconds later, it's showing 11.40. So we, we don't know how to do And bless his heart, here comes the end. And that's the other weird place. 
It's so nice to be together for the holidays. We're all in one place thanks to All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card. With All In's Platinum Rewards Card, we earn points toward airline miles to fly the kids home, gift certificates for this amazing dinner, and enough points to get cash back. We even got 500 points just for signing up and one point for every dollar we spend. Every dollar we spend with All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card is a purchase for those who matter most. Well, now that we're all in, can I dig into this pie? See website for details. Federally insured by NCUA. Let Auto Expo show you how easy it is to buy a quality used car in Dothan. They believe fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right leads to satisfied repeat buyers. Mike Jones and Moody Farr would love to assist you with the purchase of your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Mike hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody proudly offer for sale. Check them out on the web, autoexpoal.com, or give them a call, 673-1888-6. custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd and Sons. Todd and Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd and Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Back with halftime, Gordo leads Providence 12 to nothing. We were talking about what a weird it was here. And the uh, weird thing that we obviously knew all about because you can hear it the uh, right underneath the uh, public address and the public address announcer loves to talk. And, and as you can tell, that speaker is extremely loud, extremely loud. And uh, we have obviously had difficulty uh, communicating with you. The province coaches have had trouble communicating with its coaches on the sideline because the speaker is just so loud. It's typically not placed right underneath the uh, windows on the press box, and that's been a it's been an inconvenience, obviously, that, uh, that we've had to deal with, that the Providence coaches have had to deal with, and we'll have to deal with in the second half as well. We're real Lance. And, you know, it is a problem for us, but, you know, it's really worse for the Providence coaches that really can communicate with the other side. And, and they're on the press box on the home side. They're trying to communicate all the way across the field, and they just can't even hear themselves think up here. And, and a couple of times they had to call timeout because they couldn't communicate across the field to get the play in. Well, um, if you've been to a Providence football game or another high school football game in the Wiregrass, typically the uh, public address announcer will give you down and distance, and that is basically all you will hear from the public address announcer. This this gentleman likes to do play-by-play for, for his public address, and therefore we hear him an awful lot, and you do as well, and we try our best to talk between him. But, uh, again, as you were saying in the first half, 
uh, he is actually on the speaker when Providence is trying to uh, get its offense together on the field before a play. And your outside receivers can't hear the cadence from uh, Collins McClintock because he's talking. The officials should step in and tell him not to do that. that that's an unfair advantage, I believe. Indeed. So it's just been an odd, odd uh, uh, first half. However, I will say, uh, from the moment we have gotten here at Gordo, we have been uh, treated extremely well. Uh, 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 to the folks that uh, that we ran into right here as we are, uh, we've been received very well, and there's some good folks that love good high school football here. Absolutely. It's a great atmosphere and a great crowd, and we've had nothing but uh, good care since we've been here and even the PA guy was really nice he brought us up here and we just didn't know how loud he was going to be we just didn't know we were going to be placed right under the speaker but right. that's that's all part of it and uh, happy birthday to Aunt Susie we had to call that out to right. a couple of them we're still at halftime Gordo leads uh, Providence 12 to nothing and we're not quite sure how much time is left in this period we do know that the that their halftime clock is running. We just don't know if it's right. It didn't malfunction. Neither team is back on the field. I just peeked out there. Neither one of them come back. All right. Well, we'll take a two-minute break. When we come back, we have some other stuff to discuss with you. We'll do that right after this two-minute break. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aw. Okay, I'm out. Nice doggy. Ow, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Miss Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Celebrate the holidays with a new GMC from Action of Dothan. The 2019 models are moving out fast. Take advantage of 18% below MSRP on the 2019 GMC Sierra 1500 Double Cab or SLE Crew Cab. Only a few 2019 models remaining. Save 8328 on the 2019 GMC Acadia. Celebrate the holidays at Action of Dothan. GMC, we are professional grade. Are you ready for action? Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Welcome back. We're at halftime. Gordo leads Providence 12 to nothing. Just a few scores that I've been able to find here, Mark, from some Wiregrass teams you follow. Lead Chewytown 24-21 late second quarter is the last score we had from that one. Ayrton leads Lafayette 23-6 right at halftime on that one as well. Not a Wiregrass score, but Park Crossing leads Stanhope 21-19. You're the half. 
and uh, Spanish Ford leads with Tumka, 42 to 14. Also at halftime, GW Long leads Luverne 14 to nothing. So, Luverne's a very good football team. How about Ayrton and GW Long taking care of business for uh, Dale County there in the Alabama High School Athletics Association? to play one another again. They very well could be. Uh, tomorrow in Auburn, Georgia comes to town. Georgia's a three-point favorite, and uh, trying to handicap this game is very difficult. Uh, uh, Gary and I on the show here on the ball uh, earlier this week said we just have a very difficult time figuring out how either team's going to score on the other. Yeah, it, it should be a low-scoring game, you think, going into it. I think if the game is high-scoring, Georgia wins going away. I think for Auburn to win, it's got to stay low scoring, and they've got to be able to play good defense and take their shots. It's almost kind of like an Oregon game, I think, for Auburn to, to be able to bring that one home toward the end. But, you know, you know, Bo Nix is growing up a little bit every week, and you never know when he's just going to blaze out and have a big game. Indeed, and, and Georgia comes to this game banged up. They've got some offensive linemen that are banged up. Their best receiver, Lawrence Cager, is playing with a separated shoulder that he suffered earlier this season. So some of the talented players for the Bulldogs are um, – are quite nicked up going to this game. It's a weird one because, uh, honestly, if you follow uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide, you really, it is in Alabama's best interest for Auburn to win this game. Yes, it is. Uh, and we've gotten calls this week, Mark, from people that say, can't do it, can't, can't root for the, for the Auburn Tigers, but really uh, they need a Georgia loss here. And, and some people are saying, well, uh, LSU will take care of that at the end of the season in the SEC championship game. They'll be Georgia. Well, they might, but honestly, LSU doesn't have a lot to play for in that game. It's already in the playoffs That's practically. Right. Georgia's the one that has to win. They're motivated. That's They're right. playing right there in Atlanta. So I don't know that you can necessarily put that one in the books for an LSU win in the SEC championship. The worst thing that Alabama can have happen is Georgia win out, beat LSU in that championship game, and then you got Georgia and LSU. That's right. Going into the playoffs, that's exactly right. Then, then Alabama's really got to have some help, and and Auburn's their best shot right now. And then they've got to come around and beat Auburn. It's a comparison game. I mean, it is a perfect one for Alabama. You've got you've got Auburn, Georgia tomorrow, and then Alabama, Auburn in two weeks. And that committee can sit there and look at those two games. And okay, they're relatively the same teams because they've just played them two weeks apart. Uh, who looks better there? I think it is. Uh, Definitely in Alabama's interest for Auburn to win this one. And uh, Auburn's got the ability to sweep both of them. I mean, they they at home, they could beat Georgia and come back and beat Alabama. And we don't know what kind of help. Uh, we don't know if Tua Tonga Vailoa is going to play tomorrow in Starkville against, uh, against the Mississippi State. As a matter of fact, where we are right here in Gordo, we're right on U.S. Highway 82. If we followed it on, we're we in Starkville not very right. far from now. Uh, so here's the problem, though. If, if you sit Tua, because of the injury, he looked rusty last week. He's going to get rustier and rustier because he's not getting any playing time. Yeah. So do you gamble that going to the Auburn game that he's not had any significant action? It's a great point. And Nick Saban is an NFL-style style coach, which means if you're upright and, and you absolutely, you know, just flat can't play, that would be the only way you wouldn't. And, and you put the uniform on your play. going to play. That's what we've seen thus far. And uh, we'll probably see him tomorrow, even though I'm not sure that is in Alabama's best interest. Uh, as far as does it continue to keep him at 70, 65% for the rest of the season? I think it does, and that's the problem you're going into. Definitely. Of course, there is a game 
in between Mississippi State and, and uh, Auburn, which who knows? I don't know again uh, if uh, Tua would play in that one or not. But and it's an early start too. It's an eleven o'clock kickoff, yeah. and uh, we know how Nick's having like those. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the teams are warming up now, so we will take this two-minute break. When we come back, we should be ready for third-quarter action right here on the ball. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616, 685-3616. Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. Crossover vehicle owners, now there's a tire just for you at Scott Stevens Tires. Go beyond where the road ends with the Geo Lander AT Geo 15 from Yokohama. This all-terrain tire has been engineered to give you the ultimate traction across all conditions. Whether you're rolling down the highway or leaving the pavement behind, they guarantee you'll love Yokohama's which is why they provide a satisfaction guarantee 30-day trial and a warranty for up to 60,000 miles. Scott Stevens Tire, Ross Clark Circle, where the only pressure you'll get is in your tires. Our company was started in 1967 by my father, Robert Woodall. Last year was our 50th year. We do heating and air conditioning, Bob Woodall Air Care Systems for residential and commercial. When you call here, most times, a lot of times, you talk to Miss Pam. She's worked here for 30 years. Our customers come by here just to see who Pam is. She is so kind and sweet. Bob Woodall Air Care Systems, your premier Linux dealer. Alabama license number 
First and 10 from the 24. Here is McClintock. He's going to give it to Goldsboro. He's going to be roughed up at the 21-yard line. Lost of three on the play. Goldsboro. Oh, we got an right here. That's not good. His flags have flown. They just come here. Gordo. Dorian Richardson tackled him for a loss of three yards. And then... And back a little bit just to get him off of the Providence runner with Goldsboro, and then the Gordo player pushed the Providence player down, and that's what the penalty's on. Gordo for the personal foul. One of Providence's yeah. biggest plays of the game will be the 15-yard penalty. It'll give Providence a first down. As we said, Gordo's been trying to bait him all night long. Walking way past the whistle, trying to get the Providence to push him out or something. Well, the run, which was a three-yard loss. So the 21 to the 36, a 15-yard penalty, first and 10 Eagles from the 36-yard line. Their own. Here is McClintock looking to pass. He's going to throw. It is caught at the 50, the 45, right there. Again, I mean, right here. First time Providence will run a play in Glenno territory tonight. They did get that first down in the first half, but it was immediately erased on a personal foul penalty. So it'll be first and 10 from the 45 of the Gordo Greenway for Providence start of the second half. Gordo has nine men on the line of scrimmage. Now they're pulling a couple back. Here's McClintock. He's going to pitch it to Weatherford. Weatherford tries to get outside. Now cuts it up. He'll gain a yard. Maybe Gordo just too much speed on defense to get outside. They can't get them all blocked. They'll mark it at 43, so they'll give Weatherford two on that. Second and eight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be next impossible to get outside on this uh, Gordo defense, and they've really had trouble finding any holes in the middle as well. Might see a halfback pass out of that, though. Ten seconds on the play clock as they break the huddle here. Let's hope McClintock sees it. Six seconds, five, four, three, and there we go. Here's McClintock rolling to his right. There's nothing there. Now he throws it. And it is caught. It's caught at the 32-yard line. Nice That'll be a gain of about 12 yards there, first and 10 from the 32-yard line of Gordo. Senior to senior, they've completed a lot of passes in their careers. All right, Providence cooking on offense here to begin the third quarter. They'll have a tight formation here. McClintock will take the snap. He will inside his offense. Let us the 25, the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5. Touchdown! Touchdown, Grant Weatherford! They went one way fast, and they went one way, been handed it back off to Weatherford, and he broke out the backside. 32 yards on the play, and uh, Providence squarely back in this game. We got the ball game now. Great, great drive to start the third quarter by Providence. He's on the 24-yard line. He's 74 yards. 
John Jeter will attempt this extra point. It is up, and it is good. 929 If you haven't discovered it already, you've got to try the cellar. Lunch, dinner, catering, game day trays for your tailgate parties, and the finest butcher shop and wine shop around. Come see the new menu, the remodeled dining room and bar, as well as the new private event room. That's right. The cellar now has two rooms to book private on-site catering events, and they deliver as well. Open Monday through Thursday from 10 to 9 and open until 10 on Friday and Saturday. Come in and treat yourself at the cellar. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is more than a power provider. We are a dedicated member of this community, and we care about the education and development of our young people. That's why WEC is a proud sponsor of our local athletic programs. High school sports teach our youth teamwork, dedication, and leadership. As your trusted, preferred energy provider, Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is focused on developing leaders today who will make our community better tomorrow. Back to uh, Nice to be together for the holidays. We're all in one place thanks to All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card. With All In's Platinum Rewards Card, we earn points toward airline miles to fly the kids home, gift certificates for this amazing dinner, and enough points to get cash back. We even got 500 points just for signing up and one point for every dollar we spend. Every dollar we spend with All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card is a purchase for those who matter most. Well, now that we're all in, can I dig into this pie? See website for details. Federally insured by NCUA. Auto Expo's friendly and knowledgeable sales staff is here to help you find the pre-owned car you deserve, priced to fit your budget. Mike Jones hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody Falk proudly offer for sale. Shop online in their virtual showroom at AutoExpoAL.com or come by the store at 4083 Ross Clark Circle across from the Holiday Inn Express. Buying a great pre-owned car is easy when you know the right people. Call Auto Expo at 673-1818. Welcome back. 
Big third down play here for the Commodore's defense. So the slant pass was dropped and makes it the third and ten here for Gordo on this first offensive possession of the third quarter. Gordo leads 12 to 7. Providence has the momentum. Here's Haley. He's being thrown or rushed out the pocket. It's, it's going to be an Somehow, some way, a Gordo defender got behind the Providence defense, uh, but uh, was unable to haul that pass down. That was too straight. Uh, couldn't get anything on. They got pressure on him. Bailey was stepping back and couldn't get enough on him to get him deep. That is a hold on Gordo. It is declined by Providence. <laughs> Three and out for Gordo to start the third quarter. The momentum has really shifted now. Providence is one play away from taking the lead. Weatherford is bang low. Here is the punt. It's a high. Weatherford is going to run away from it. It's going to take a Providence bounce back toward Everything going Providence's way here to start the second half. First and two at the 42 yard line for Providence. Again, they scored quickly in five plays in the first offensive drive of the third quarter. Now they have it in good field position. Score here takes the lead. By formation for Jimmy goes from the front side hands to the goes for it. Goes for it. Finds a move. The 15. And there's a flash. That's the Thank you. 
from the 37-yard line. It could be two-down territory. Yeah. And what you get on third down, you got to get it close within five for the first down. But you're back in the game, but running the ball is not a problem. Two wide left, two wide right to follow it. From the 36-yard line, you think I've got three back in. You've got to screen it to go for a go for a. There's a flag on it. It looks like this one may come back. He got all the way down to the 35-yard line. Um, for, uh, uh, down to the 31-yard line for a game of about four yards, but it doesn't. I don't think this is going to matter. Let's see what the call is. It is an illegal block in the back on Providence. So do you want third? Or do you want third and 16? Yeah, I think you can allow them. All right, let's see, let's see what that makes the line of scrimmage now. They're, they're, uh, they're going to penalize from the spot of the foul, which is the 41, so it will back up to the bottom of the territory. Don't try to get too cute with it. Just run up slightly. So it is... Um, it's third and Hallsville for a first down here. As they are now inside their own territory at 49. Played by Lewis to throw. He knows to his right. He's got Weatherford. It is caught at the 40-yard line. 40-yard line. A game of about eight. He's got the ball. We are, uh, again, uh, if you've been listening to us, we apologize. We're placed directly under this uh, public address speaker, and the uh, public address announcer uh, loves to talk. And, uh, and it's a little like they're going to go for it, though. They're sending the clarifiers back out of the field. I think that signals that they really think that Gordo is going to continue to move the ball here, and they need to point. <laughs> They had trouble getting them lined up. They had the receivers on the wrong side. Yeah, they had uh, they had four wide to the left, and there should have been three wide to the left and one to the right. And by the time the uh, the receiver figured out he was in the wrong place, they were going to take a delay of game penalty. They had to call a timeout. Yeah, Hank Chandler tried to spread all the way across and get on the other side, but they just couldn't do it in time. Again, it is fourth and about 16 here. They're at the 42-yard line. They've got to get to the 26, 27 for a first down. Um, and again, I, as I said, Mark, this just must uh, must signal that uh, that they think they've got to score in every possession, and that Gordo is going to continue to move well, off. Maybe or may signal that Kenny Keith thinks his defense can hold Gordo tonight. Maybe so. And I think he's sending a message to the defense saying. I think you guys can hold them out with the punt teams out there now. Maybe so. I admit it's out there to punt. Okay. And now we're going to get the first thing. Jake Smith has done a very good job with directional punting in this game and has really helped give uh, some good field positions to call God at it. I think things not getting lined up helps because it made them rethink that way. I think so. Maybe they were just trying to, to draw a quarter off and get a five for yards anyway. Here is Smith. It's a high snap. He catches it, kicks it. 
It's going to bounce at the 22, and it's going to go inside the 15 all the way to the 11 yard line, and just a masterful job by the young But you see a little more pressure by Gordon on that that time. Don't be surprised if they don't put nine on the line of scrimmage and let them go after him. And if Kenny Keith anticipates that, then uh, then they may fake a punch coming up here early. we got a flag down. And again, it looks like something that may have happened after the play. They're talking to the Providence captain, which is a good sign. Let's see what the call is. Post-possession or not, someone's got to be down there. The dead ball. Unsportsmanlike against Gordo. So that'll mark off Tattle. We have the Gordo coaches in the next room over, and they did not particularly like that um, very much, which I understand. Now, Providence can keep them pinned back down here. They can move left to go in the third quarter. Again, uh, Providence scored early in this quarter to cut Gordo's lead to 12 to 7. The running back that scored both of Gordo's touchdowns the last drive, and he's not in there right now, but there's a very talented back in there to spell him and Nate Shepard, so we'll see what ends up happening here. It's now first thing from the six-yard line. Yeah, they keep sending players out in green waves over <laughs> there's a There's three teams worth of players on this Gordo team. From the eye. Here is Bailey. It's a handoff to Shepard. He's still 15. He's still in. Also, they did a 19. And the Shepard is on the right line. It's good to move the team. And good to run it on the line. Shepard can fly, Mark. He's very fast. He is, and they blew up a, blew up a big hole for him. First and 10 from the 19. From the eye again. Just one wide receiver for Gordo. They're going to turn around, hand it off, left tackle, and here goes Shepard again to the 23. In the fourth. Looks like Gordo's going to try to go physical here. That was a pound on the tackle. Providence has two safeties back, and they may try to run it every time they see those two safeties. Same formation. It's the eye. Second and six from the 24, and now we've got a whistle. They're not lined up offside. Will that be neutral zone infraction or yeah, what? They're going to say they lined up offside. Offside jump drive, and that'll be a good time. That's going to pick up the first down. So this drive that started at the 6 is now at the 29. First and 10 for Gordo. On the eye again. Bailey under center. Turn to around. He's going to hand to Shepard. Shepard's going to get a bottled up there for a point of a yard, maybe two. Nice and two. He's slanted toward the inside. Caught him. Smith on the and drop Carl Smith down from the end position, dropped him down more in tackle position. 
Package, Fred Package personnel comes in for Gordo now at second and eight from the 31. Providence coaches are looking at formation and thinking that uh, Tanner Bailey, the quarterback, they want to throw a slant out of this, but they bunched the formation, so there's no um, slant there. Let's see what happens. It's a wildcat as uh, the rest of the not for a loss of five yards. Now, is there there a flag? No, it's not a flag. They did throw him down after the whistle, but uh, they're going to say it was continuation. It was a a late hit. The Providence has got to let up with the whistle blows. The runner there in that wildcat was the linebacker we told you about, Josh Darler, and he got nowhere. He lost three yards. Third and 13. Here is Bailey looking over the middle. He throws the top, but short of the first down, he'll be about a yard short. They'll mark it between the 37 and the 38 yard line. It's going to be a yard and a half short. And is this the. Uh, Looks like the punt team is coming out. Hayes Lewis did a nice job of reading that. He was playing center field back there. He saw it all the way. Just didn't quite get there fast enough, but kept him from getting the first down. 13 seconds on the play clock. Nobody beat the problem. They don't believe he's going to punt. Oh, and we've got a couple. As uh, the 12th man ran off the field, but he was in the huddle, so that'll be a five-yard penalty, and any ideas that Gordo may have had are probably entertaining any kind of fake is out the window now, and this will send Grant Weatherford back to field this time. Yeah, you've got to believe they were going to snap it to the up back and let him try to run for that first down. Here goes Gordo back to punt from the 30 in the low snap. They get it off, spiral, going to bounce, and uh, Wilford's going to let it bounce inside the 30-yard line to about the 28-yard line. That's for fun. Well, that cost him about eight, nine yards there. Two seven teams showing on the third quarter of the clock. Gordo leads 12 to 7. Seriously for the green lake. Providence right in the middle of this one. Providence got playing so far in this third quarter. You can see the confidence on the top of the top, like on the big map. Like a tight formation for Providence, first and two from the 28. Here is the inside handoff, and that's why blew up the door. Sorry, I thought we had movement in the head. They're going to back that up. Again, Gordo had nine players left within two yards of the line of scrimmage. First and ten now from the 20. First and ten. If Providence has a slap pass, they could run for days. High formation for the Eagles. First and 15 from the 23. Here's McClintock, looks to throw. It's a screen. It's going to be caught by those worth the 20, and he's going to be drugged down to all the They just came home from the 
They can't get those initial men bounced out there to scream. Yeah, you can do the same thing with you. You can fool uh, a, a team every once in a while with a scream, but if you go to the well too often on that, they're just going to continue to snuff it out. And uh, right now we have a Gordo player that is down, and he is being tended to on the far side. That will bring up second and about uh, 17, 18 yards from the 21-yard line. Again, Gordo is stacking that line of scrimmage. They're, they're, they're in problems to throw the football. Indeed. And uh, we're not sure the, uh, the player or the nature of the injury, but he is being tended to over there. And uh, we'll just we'll keep an eye on that. But... Uh, Second and uh, second and long, you're only down one score. You don't want to do anything that will end up coming back to bite you. But, boy, you'd love to get some points here and put the real pressure on Gordo. Well, if you can have a play where you can uh, fake that screen pass and come back and throw something deep on the other side, if they can give McClintock time to throw it. Gordo is selling out for the run in those short passes. <laughs> they are. Uh, let's see. Uh, we had uh, one of the coaches had gone over there to uh, check on the player. Now he is up, and uh, it looks like he's going to walk off under his own power. DeAndreas Martin is the injured player. He looks like he's limping a little bit as he jogs off gingerly. He's a linebacker. In to take his place. Corbin McCracken, a sophomore, in to take his place. Three wide left, one to the right for Providence. Here is McClintock. He's being rushed. He's rushed out the pocket. He was the run. The 20, the 25, the 30. And he's tackled at the 33 up. And then lay up him. Nice run by Carl McClintock. He did have a receiver open. But he was able to sit in the corner and get up him. Make it third, fifth, and about six. At the 33, they have to get to the 38 for a first down. The first down marker is right at the 38-yard line. 113 counting here in the third quarter. Three wide to the left for the Eagles. Clintock drops straight back. Looks to throw. It's not there. He's going to run. The 40 0 is a block at the 41 yard line. That's just how it's going to get flanked there. That's just how he's going to get flanked for a blindside block as um, McClintock had beaten his man to the line to gain, but uh, Holly came and blocked the man that was chasing McClintock, and they're going to say that's an illegal blind. Yeah, he didn't have to have the block. Yeah. He has a first down on his own. So that, uh, and then that uh, player is down, I believe, for the Green Wave. They're tending to him right now as he he didn't see it coming. And uh, that's the second big penalty on Jackson Colley. And uh, that will erase that first down run for Collins McClintock. And we'll be looking at third and long when uh, when we resume play. It's just a different era, Mark. This is this is one in which uh, Coach Keith would be reviewing film five, six years ago and be giving Kylie all the kudos out of the world. Oh, you're right. And now 
No, uh, that is illegal play. The question is his second personal foul. I believe the last Shepard, uh, second string running back, by the way, uh, is the, was the injured player there. He walks off under his own power. Um, we're not quite sure. I think it has to be a... Um, to, to get to the Jeter is in at the linebacker position. 
Here is the handoff to Shepard. Shepard is going to move forward to the 40. Still on his feet to the 43 yards. He's going to be almost to the line of the game. After the whistle, and uh, they've got to be very careful about this, both sides. That's the last play of the third quarter. Gordo leads probably 12 7. We'll be back in one minute right here. One call takes care of all that garbage. Call Ronnie Knotts or Scott Smith at Mark Dunning Industries for quick delivery and low prices. Dial 9831506 to get the dumpster you need. We'll get it there quick. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service devoted to green. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-W-296-DQ, Dothan. Florida, first and 10, the fullback, DeAndreas Martin, and again, they're having to separate. The officials are blowing the whistles, but the running back is got to step in there and take charge. Lance, if you're promised, you've got what you want. You've got them see you to the fourth quarter with a close game. Now you got to just pull it out. Second and six from the 40. Seven yard line for Gordo. Tanner Bailey from the shotgun. He's going to hand off. There's the holding 50. Right to the first down line. The game goes to running. And it looks like if Gordo is just going to try to run the football straight at him. First and 10. First and 10. Gordo from the 46-yard line. Uh, and you're right. They have really kind of abandoned the passing game here. I think they feel like they can just out full the Twelve seven. Gordo inside Providence territory at the 46. Here is Bailey. Hands off up the middle. Here's Shepard. Shepard makes it back on. Gets about three yard line of the Providence. Two yard game. Three yard game. Come market at the 44. Give me another run. Providence is expecting a run up the middle. The coaches uh, 
have, uh, have called it up here. Let's see what happens. It's a little hitch pass, and it's going to be caught at the 45, and it's going to be put out of bounds at the 40. Four yards. Well played for Providence. Yeah. They didn't give up as much yardage as it could be. He's up on third down and about five yards. Two yards for the first down. Four down ten. Going on the end caps. Let's do a season. And it was well played by Providence. Again, he only gained about three yards from that. Trying to still make it to 41. Third and about five for Gordo. They spread it out, three wide to the left, one to the right. Nine seconds on the play clock. Here is Bailey, four seconds, three. Here we go. It's a slant. It is behind the hole. It was a late hit. It was not intentional. He just kept on coming. I don't think he the ball dropped. Brown's got the perfect call. They're going to put it away from the 41-yard line, and that slant was there, but Bailey threw it just a little bit behind the intended receiver, and that brings a fourth and five from the 41, and the punt team's in for Gordo. As good as he is, he's just a sophomore. The pressure maybe gets him a little bit here in this fourth quarter. I don't know the last time they've been in a fourth quarter game. Oh, well, it's a possession game. Follows, you've got to like it. Here's the front for Gordo. It's a high one, very high, very high. Weatherford is going to catch it at the 11 and try to run it back. He'll get some other numbers. Still a good job of catching that ball. I'll let it bounce inside the 10-yard line. First and 10 That'll be where Providence will start at the 12. This is where the offensive line gets together and says, let's go with a nine-minute drop and put this thing in the end zone and go back and go for the win. Josh Darling, considered a three-star prospect, the linebacker there and on the tackle. Might think about a halfback pass or a reverse. High formation still. Here's McClintock. He's going to he's gonna do a halfback pass. There it is. Now it's third and ten from the twelve. They had a set up there, Lance. Yeah, they did. Clock top takes twenty-three left to go in the game. Again, Gordo with twelve to seven. Cap, he came across and knocked it away. 
chance to beat this one more time to stop him. Boris in the air back to the field. He's trying to steer the game and come from right in the front. And he's going to be strong. He's going to be doing a good job to get out of those hands because they can take it back in an instant. A hot snap, but it is caught. Kick is kind of off the side of Smith's foot, but it's still going to roll and continues to roll inside the goal of territory at the 49 yard line. And again, Cordo defender down there. First and 10 from the 49 yard line, Gordo. And I know Gordo believes that one score will salt this one away, and they just haven't been able to get it as Providence defense has kept the Eagles in this game, and they'll need to come up again big here with 8.06 left to go in the game. Gordo leads 12-7. Grayson Stewart, the senior linebacker, back out there. I got two men on the field. And the Gordo coaching staff is moving down there. Providence uh, fans are in this one right now, uh, really uh, cheering the, uh, the visiting team on here. Several have made the noisemakers over there. The version of the cowbell. We've got a noisemaker here, Rock Brothers. <laughs> First and 15 from the 44, from the eye, hand off right, right up the middle, one tackle broken, two tackles broken inside Providence territory, still going, running back to the 40, and there's a flag, maybe a Wow. This is that big linebacker we've been telling you about. They just put him in a tailback and nobody could tackle him. And I think that's going to make that going to end up. Grayson Stewart was a little banged up earlier. Leg injury. He was on one leg out there, and he's down again. Yep. He's uh, John Jeter will take his place again. He's being tended to at the uh, at the 49-yard line. But uh, Darling is uh, the – we saw him in the Wildcat one play earlier, and Providence sniffed it out and got him because he was running east-west. But I tell you, running north-south there, the entire team tried to get him and could not. Uh, he wound up getting 14 of his 15 yards after contact there. Providence can't give up any points here. They've got to keep them out of the end zone. Stewart is being tended to. He's now up and walking under his own power uh, to the sideline. So good for him. And uh, he's got a good, bright uh, future in collegiate athletics for the children. He scholarship yesterday. So after the face match penalty and the Darling run, that puts it all the way down to the Providence 24-yard line. They're going to keep Darling in there at tailback, and why not? Yeah, he's all in the offense right now. He sure is. First and 10 from the 24 from the eye. 740 and counting here in the game. Here's Darling. Here he goes to the 20. He makes a tackle. The 18. He's still going. Still on line. Yep, he's going to nine. 
He's a hawk, but they can't get a clean shot on him. Telling you, I mean, he was he was met uh, probably a yard uh, past the line, but uh, you're not going to tackle him one on one. And then by that time, he got a uh, some momentum going and got it all the way down to the 16. It'll be second and one, and I'd be shocked if it's anybody other than him that gets there. Yeah, and the clock's become a factor now. We're under seven minutes to go in this fourth quarter. Here is the eye. Here's Bailey. Here's Darling. He tries to get outside, he does the 15. The 10, and the 15. And from the late activity, I'm pushing, but no flag this time. It should be blue ball for Gordo. Can't give up six points here. The ball is touching the uh, the 10 yard line, so uh, they cannot get another first down. They've got to go the full 10. And right now, there's some confusion about what play they're going to run. 11 seconds 10, and they're just now getting play. They're not going to get this off. And here's the thing, Lance. They don't have an accurate field goal kicker. They're going to have to score the touchdown. Two seconds. In one second, they do get it off. Here's Darling. He's met. In the backfield, they will get Here's the thing, if y'all is not used to running like that, his legs are starting to get tired. They got to take advantage of that and get him in the backfield. That was a play that they did not even communicate to the quarterback until about 11 seconds from the play. It really didn't have a chance to develop good penetration from that Providence defensive front there. Second and goal from the 12, six minutes and counting here in the game. Again, four down territory. You've got to keep them out of the end zone. They're not going to try the field goal. Ten seconds on the play clock as Bailey under center from the eye. Seven, six. Here is Darling. He blows his head forward, but he's got nothing. He, he fights forward and gets to nine. I'll tell you, man, if those legs are getting tired, as big as he is, they burn him up. Six, seven, if they've got another play other than that, this might be a time to show it. Well, it's a time to fake to him and then let the quarterback run around the end. And let him have the option to run or throw. It'll be third and goal from the 10-yard line. 5-14 counting here in the game. It'll be from the eye. You can tell by his demeanor standing back there at the tailback position. He's tired. Sometimes you fumble when you get tired. Here we go. It's the fake team. Here's Bailey rolling out. Throwing in the end zone. Benjamin Capps, it was a beautiful throw from Tanner Bailey. It was a bad coverage. The Caps made a great catch in the end zone. Got his foot down. 456 showing in the game, pending this extra point. Which cars are not going for two, but they really don't need to be for two. Straightaway kicker uh, here, he's missed his first two extra points. Here's this one, it's up, and it is no good. 456 left to go in the game, we're going to lose 18 to 7, and we'll take a look at the team and be back with the party. 
Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Here's the 48, and something goes out of 
Great play, and that was a super catch. He fell over his outside shoulder. Lewis was looking for the inside shoulder. He turned completely around, brings it down, and he goes out of bounds for the first down. A gain of about 16 there, first and 10 from the 48. The pilot is 48, and this drive in this season is still alive. The Eagles see him in the phone. Here's the play, and it's dropped. And it's dropped. And again, Weatherford should have brought that one in. He's right in the hand. It's, uh, I, I can't quite tell if he's wearing gloves. It looks like he may be it is cold um, out there. I don't know if that affects the hands with the gloves or not. But nonetheless, second and 10, from the 48. Two wide to left, two to the right. Here's the point shot. Turn the shotgun. Drive straight back. Take. Yes. He's going to be trapped. That's so hard. That's so hard. A sophomore, William Spain, with the sack there, all the way back to the 36 and lost the 12. And I'm looking at this roster, not young, not roster. It is full of sophomores. Uh, that's amazing. If this team isn't going anywhere, uh, and he's slamming the Line of scrimmage is spotless at 32. When we resume, it will be third and about um, 26 for um, for a. Mm-hmm. 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 You want to try to pick up at least 16 yards here to make it a four. Yep, you got to look to try to get about half of this or a little bit more and then give yourself a chance on the fourth down play. 3.17 showing on the fourth quarter clock. Gordo leads 18-7. I don't know, Gordo may be playing it to stop the first down. You may try to get somebody behind them on the defense and see if you can't get a deep one. Sure. You got to give them a talk some time here to get something and then make it develop. It's just easier said than done. There are a couple of uh, very talented players from that Gordo defensive front seven. I think you're going to put something underneath there. You have to run two receivers deep and open up that underneath route. Here we go. Here's the three dock. Two wide to the left, two to the right. He drops straight back. He's safe. He's still left. He's going to be back to the end of the 20 Flag. The uh, Gordo player Shepard threw the ball up in the air in celebration. He thought it was fourth down, I think, and that's going to be a free 15 yards. You, even at fourth down, you can't do that. He just right in front, and it was right in front of three officials. He threw the ball about 15 feet up in the air, and as soon as he did, there came the flag out. Dead ball, unsportsmanlike on Gordo. That's their fourth of the night. It's a free 15 yards. It won't be a first down. But uh, it may give them some hope on this fourth down play. Just 
just a brain freeze, uh, no pun intended on this chilly night, uh, from Shepard, who's had a very good game tonight, but he just tossed the ball well up into the air uh, after that sack, and uh, that's going to cost him 15 yards.
Weatherford is back to this front. Now, I guess you're in a position where if you're Weatherford, you need to try to make something happen. you got to you catch and try to run with it. Here's the front. It's a very high front. It's not going very far. It is going to fall at the 25 and roll forward to the 21. So, showing up game clock. And now, I think of, well, Jackson College again involved in an extracurricular activity. I think there were, I think there was a little Hollywood action there by, by Darling there. I think he was trying to draw up and then he dropped. Well, regardless of what happens in the final two minutes, Mark, it's been a good season for Providence going, dropping the game to Pike County as a side. Uh, losing a very talented running back in Wise Gordon. Um, I know I know they had loved to uh, continue their season, but uh, uh, beating every opponent on their schedule in the regular season except for Pike County and getting a game, a win in the playoffs is still pretty doggone good. Well, you think about it, this senior class has gone to three straight playoffs in 3A. They've won 22 games over the last two years. This will be just their fourth loss, and that Gordo defense is just been Yeah, it did float it out there, and they had no chance of catching it for Providence. So the line of scrimmage is the Providence 20, 142 left. If Providence chooses not to use the timeout, basically, Gordo can run the clock out. Yeah. And it looks like the victory formation for Gordo here, and we'll see if Providence chooses to run There we go. All right, 140, so they'll need to run a couple of plays here, and that should do it as uh, Providence is not calling its final timeout. 18-7, over Providence. Nothing to hang their head about. First place to play this is a good football team they played. They're ranked number one for a reason. I don't know that, uh, I don't think there's a single game this season where Gordo has scored as little as 18 points. Kudos to that Providence defense. They really kept, uh, kept that team in the game. But you could tell Gordo a little more in this one. Oh, yeah, indeed. It was the last time they wanted to come back and, uh, Avenge that. They'll need to snap it one more time, but you're right. They've lost some baseball to Providence. Right? They lost last year in football to Providence, so they really wanted to uh, to get this one. And they'll move on 
uh, to the third round of playoffs to face Mobile Christian, who beat the last one to the And I believe they'll go to Mobile Christian next week. One more snap is coming in about 10 seconds, and then the celebration will really begin here for the home crowd here in Agordo, Alabama. And there it is. All the chipping that's here in the game is uh, getting some handshakes and Celebrate the holidays with a new Buick from Action of Dothan. The price is just right on the 2019 Encore with 22% below MSRP. That's a savings of 5920 The 2020 models are here. Save up to 3500 on the Buick Enclave and 2500 on the Buick Envision. Celebrate the holidays at Action of Dothan. Shop and save in store or online at actionofdothan.com. Experience the new Buick. Are you ready for action? Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Welcome back to Final Score. Gordo, 18 Providence, 7. Puts a cap on the Eagles season at 10 and 2. Fun team to cover this season on the ball. And bad night for a lot of those seniors, Mark. I know they wanted to continue their high school football career, but uh, nothing, as we said earlier, nothing to hang their hat about tonight. They played a very good football team straight up. They did. They did all they wanted to. And they had a chance in the fourth quarter. That's all you can ask for is uh, Providence had a, within a score of taking the lead in the fourth quarter. And so, uh, you know, great season for these kids. Uh, they overcome a lot of adversity this year. Wise Gordon going down, they uh, saw running back. Uh, they were able to get past that. And, uh, you know, a 10-2 and two season, a great season. It just continues to set the foundation for Providence to be successful on the football field. Long drive ahead of these uh, Providence faithful that came and made the trip. About a four-hour and 15-minute drive back to Dothan. Uh, we wish safe travels to everyone that made the trip. We thank you for listening. We thank our sponsors for making high school football on the ball possible. That is going to wrap it up for us. We really appreciate you guys listening this season. For Alicia back in the studio, for Mark Stewart, for the PA announcer here in Gordo, I'm Lance Griffin. We will see you later on the ball. 
You've been listening to High School Football Playoffs on the ball. Tonight's game has been brought to you by All-In Credit Union. Score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA. The Seller. Fine Steaks and Wine. By Wiregrass Electric Co-op. Proudly serving our community. By Auto Expo. Get the car you deserve at the price you can afford. By Mark Dunning Industries. One call takes care of all that garbage. By Todd and Sons. The go-to name for custom corporate apparel and uniforms. By Lewis Smith Supply. Dothan Enterprise. Eufaula and Marietta. By Southeast Health. Always the right direction by Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Harris Security. Security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Pippin AC and Refrigeration. Going above and beyond for your satisfaction. By Scott Stevens Tire and Service. Building a reputation you can trust. By Bob Woodall Air Care Systems. Call Bob. And by Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. We now return to our regular programming already in progress. This is AM560. FM 100.1 and FM 107.1, the ball. Being a strong leader, you give that impression of a strong leader. I ask you, if I say, if I was calling people trying to do polls on the Browns and I said, does Freddie Kitchens exude strong leader, what would you say? Oh, well, yeah, no, not at all. He's just a guy that's answering questions after the game. A guy that's trying to see which way the wind is blowing. Don't want to offend my players. Don't doesn't really know which way to act. Doesn't know how to come down on them hard. Doesn't know how to let them uh, how to let things go and let them figure things out. He just does not exude strong leader. And if you're not a strong leader, you're not going to be the head coach long. He's the next guy this is going to be about. And short of a run in which they win the next five games in a row and get back into the race, which they could in theory and on paper because the schedule is that easy, but in reality, the Browns are going to fall over their own feet. But unless that happens, you know he's gone, and this just exacerbates it. Now, I think when it goes down to it, we already mentioned the the stat, but because it's so fun, we'll do it again. Uh, a total of 87 penalties and a net loss of 347 yards in penalties when you talk about what they've benefited from versus those accepted. They've been flagged a total of 112 times. So discipline has been an issue. We've had a number of late hits. You saw it yesterday several times in the game, one that led to an ejection uh, and Deontay Johnson bleeding out of his ear. Remember, Woozy couldn't get up, had to be carted off, all of that bad scene, and it goes away until the final eight seconds of the game. And then we see this incident between Rudolph and Miles Garrett. So you have those blowups. You've seen Garrett through punch at Delaney Walker back at the beginning of the season, picked up a couple of personal fouls against your Jets, broke Trevor Simeon's leg. Just keep going on down the line. You've had them on the edge the whole time. And from a discipline standpoint, when you need to not play behind the chains, they haven't been able to do it. I think of the old Herman Edwards, because we love Herman Edwards. And the things he's always said. Mm. Freddie Kitchens, as you mentioned, he knew he had talent, right? Offensively, you got a lot of yes. star power. And sure. Joku gets hurt, unfortunately. You had to wait half a year for Kareem Hunt to pair him up with Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, the first guy to go over 1,000 yards on the year. You got Odell Beckham Jr. You got Jarvis Landry. <laughs> you had what you thought, Callaway. But now he's done, and he's got a 10-game suspension to go with it. But you had all sorts of skill position guys to go with Baker Mayfield. Here's the problem. As Herm Edwards always said, it's very easy to sweep the middle of the floor. right? Mm-hmm. It's all the crap you can see. Problem is, most folks don't bother to sweep the corners. That's something Freddie Kitchens has not done at any point in the preseason, 
during the offseason and sure as hell for the first 11 weeks of this year. They have not gone into the corners and gotten the rest and rooted out the rest of the cat hair, dog hair, their own human <laughs> hair, dead skin piles, crumbs, whatever you got going. What do you They've got in the corner of your house like it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It just happens, buddy. All the brains and all the blood, you just sweep all that out. Well, you buy a distressed property, you're going to have some of that. You keep giving but, Grandpa the hammer, he keeps dropping it. Leatherface <laughs> is not even around. Wow. Just, just picturing the living room, the dinner the dinner scene from Jane, where she's just screaming, and the relatives are all just joking around with each other. <laughs> That's the Browns. It is a classic. But that is the Browns. You're not looking and cleaning up the corners to where you can be a fully functional organization and move forward. And that's where Freddie Kitchens is. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. We'll have more on Freddie, more on the Browns, more on Miles Garrett. Got more on the Lakers who have LeBron and Anthony Davis in the lineup tonight hey. as they tip off against the Kings. But coming up next, we will preview the game of the week in the NFL. This is Fox Sports Radio. There's so much content that we provide. Look at that. Sometimes you can't get it all. How crazy is that? Do it. Do must. Good thing we podcast it all. All right, Skippy. Just go to FoxSportsRadio.com. Find what you missed and podcast it. FoxSportsRadio.com. Doesn't it seem like things are always getting more expensive? Groceries, the rent, even utilities. Cost of living is up, but Allstate can help lower your cost of driving with new lower auto rates. You get the same high-quality coverage and hands-on expertise from a local Allstate agent. Now with new lower rates. You're in good hands with Allstate. If you haven't quoted Allstate lately, it's the perfect time. Get a quote today. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Cooler weather's around the corner, which means your ride better be ready. At AutoZone, we've got the free services you need to drive with confidence. Like our free battery testing. If you're having trouble starting your car, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. We'll test your battery for free and help you figure out the real issue so you don't spend money on stuff you don't need. To learn more, visit us online at AutoZone.com. Restrictions and details in store. Based on data from the MPD Group Incorporated, Car Care Track, Cold Lens, ending December 2018. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Thanks for listening. You're on the ball. Dothan's original sports talk station and the new home for Dan Patrick. I am Dan Patrick. From 9 until noon, I'll be broadcasting just for you right here on The Ball. A few years ago, I noticed my vision getting blurry. I thought it was part of getting older, but I was wrong. I have a disease called age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. It's the leading cause of blindness in people 55 and older. There are treatments for AMD, but early detection is key to saving your sight. To receive a free AMD packet, call the Foundation Fighting Blindness at 800-585-0516. That's 800-585-0516. You'll be glad you did. Coach Nick Saban. Helping children is very important to Miss Terry and me. As parents, it saddens us to know that there are more than 5,000 children in foster care in Alabama. These children need loving, nurturing families to care for them. We ask you to join the team and become champions for children by opening your heart, opening your home, and becoming a foster or adoptive parent. 
For more information, call 1-866-4AL-KIDS. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Calling all adoptive families. You are wanted. Alabama Pre- and Post-Adoption Connections, a program of Children's Aid Society, wants to find adoptive families who are interested in attending a parent group just for you. These groups meet throughout the state of Alabama and are designed to meet your specific needs as adoptive parents. This is a great opportunity to share parenting suggestions, receive support, and for your children to be around other kids who have been adopted or are in foster care. For more information, contact APAC at 866-803-2722. Each day, researchers make discoveries that bring us closer to the moment when all cancer patients can become survivors. Their progress is made possible with the help of clinical trials. Clinical trials are the brightest torch researchers have to light their way towards better treatments. And if you've been diagnosed with cancer, they may be your brightest ray of hope. Speak with your doctor and visit standuptocancer.org slash clinical trials to learn more. Together, we can stand up for all of us. Today might be the day I drop out of school. Today could be the last day I try. My parents alone can't stop me. My friends can't even stop me. But you might be able to. With United Way, you could tutor me, be my mentor, or volunteer to just read with me. If someone had helped me earlier, I might not be struggling. And studies prove that kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. There are tons of ways people like you can help kids like me stay in school. And United Way is calling for you to be one of them. Because it takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between me becoming one or the other could be you. Make me a success not a statistic. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Did you know you may be at risk of vision loss? Even if you're not experiencing physical symptoms, Heritage for the Blind recommends you prevent blindness by scheduling a vision screening today. If you own an old or unwanted car, donate it today to Heritage for the Blind. Just call 1-800-498-6035.